Ladies and gentlemen, get ready for Season 2 of Men's Seats Exposed. We are going to go deep into questions, answers, and we're going to warn you that a lot of these episodes are going to be 18 and up because we have a lot more questions this season for Season 2 that are going to be sexually related and a lot of confessions that are going to be private. Enjoy this new season of Men's Secrets Exposed, season number two. Oh, no. Is it the man's problem? Why is it the man's problem? Oh, it's not his problem. He can't He can't change the way women are wired. Okay. So, No, then, it's, it's not his problem at all. So, then why is it supposedly going to be easier for the female team that the man makes the move? If the woman makes the move, she made the decision to do that. He's not doing anything to make her second guess herself. No, no. But and she they, is. They both have, like you said, he can ask and she has a decision to accept or, or not mm-hmm. the but, invitation. But you're inclined to uh, not want women to make the move. Because if they do make the move, it could set up them second guessing themselves later, right? Yeah, it, it it could, and that's not the guy's problem. And that, and if that should happen, it would be her responsibility to figure that out within herself, and not just act out because of it. It would be her responsibility to say to him, "You know what? This may seem silly, but I don't know why. Lately, I've been feeling like maybe you didn't really want to date me as much as I wanted to date you, and that you might not have pursued me." Then it's her responsibility to say, I know that might just be pure nonsense, but it's there. Mm. And, and and it's having an effect on me. So, and then it's not his responsibility to, you know, take care of it being there, but it would be in his best interest to reassure her right. so that it doesn't pop up again. So let's look at this for a second. This okay. second guessing that could happen, right? Mm-hmm. Unfortunately... The man is going to catch the brunt of that. And I say the brunt because when she starts second-guessing herself, or if she starts second-guessing herself, or if she starts second-guessing him, you agree that's going to eventually come out, whether it be actions or quirks or ran- random. <laughs> Men have the random question out of the blue, like, where in the hell did that come from? Exactly. Right? Exactly. And... Yep. He hadn't done anything, but right. said yes. <laughs> hey, uh-huh. would you want to go out? Absolutely, let's go out. Cool. That's all he's done. And now, unfortunately, yeah. because a woman's done that, and if if she starts second-guessing herself, should I have done that? Was he really that into me? Maybe he wasn't that into me. Maybe he just did it because it was easy. Maybe, yeah. maybe you know, maybe it was nothing better at the time. Maybe if something better comes along, he's not going to be with me no more. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Okay, pause. It'll spin. It will spin, okay. just like you're saying. All right, we'll pause. Big pause button. Mm-hmm. Women, stop that. Because guess what? Men ain't that deep. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean... Men aren't thinking like that. Now, let me give you the other side of the coin, and let me show the benefits on why, part of the reason why men celebrate if a woman approaches, okay? Okay. It's not the whole thing of, it. I mean, it is a little bit of like, you know, is she going to say no, blah, blah, blah. But believe it or not, over the course of time, from the time that men are probably hit about puberty until, you know, present day of them being adults, they develop kind of a thick skin when it comes to being rejected, even though it happens 
and I'm going to go on a limb and say a thousand times more to men than it does to women because the society we live in, it's uh, expected that the man's going to make the first move. So the thick skin of us being rejected is, is, is thicker, and men can handle it, okay? But it's not that fear of rejection of why he feels relieved if she makes the move. Mm-hmm. It's the celebrating of he's made the cut. Does that make yeah. sense? It's not so much of, of well, you know, should I do it? What if she says no? What if she tells me to blow off? What if she tells me, you know? No, no, no. I mean, that's there. But the big thing is, like, if she makes that move, he knows. He gets the validation himself of saying, okay, there's not that uh, he has to prove himself worthy anymore. You know, so that pressure leaves, and when that pressure leaves, trust me, ladies, if you do that more, you will see that the real colors of that guy a lot sooner because now he's not under the facade of like you were saying earlier about walking on eggshells, avoiding this, avoiding that. What if this pisses her off? What if she doesn't like it? What if it triggers her? What if you know, all that goes away. All that goes away. And I don't know where the hell, and I don't know what this stems from, but, you know, for the female listeners out there, y'all got to stop this stuff of, if you make the first move, you're weak. That's bull. That is total bull. Well, I'm not going to text, I'm not going to text him first. Right. Get out of here. I think it works both ways. Your, Your analogy of what that does for a guy, I absolutely agree with, but it also absolutely happens with the girl too and that's my point that you know the guy asks her out she's going to start off feeling confident out the door and that's a good first step but i understand and agree with you it works both ways and mm-hmm. typically the woman should affirm that in him by saying i'm so glad you asked me out and if the women ask first fine but the guy needs to be conscious of the fact that if she did that initial move that he then should do the same for her so that that doesn't stir inside of her and pop up later. Uh, He could say anything to the effect of, hey, you know, I was right about to ask you out. You know, we were, you know, both right there. Mm. At least that could, you know, avoid it. Some of that second guessing. Yeah, yeah, get that (laughs) seed being planted in her subconscious. And, And I will say again, the seed that was planted in her subconscious that basically she planted herself. Well, either herself or just the way we're wired. I heard somebody give an analogy one time that is brilliant about the differences between men and women. Mm. Women are spaghetti-brained. Men are waffle-brained. And basically that means everything in our head is intertwined, whether we like it or not. Everything in a man's mind, he can compartmentalize into separate things and kind of not have them integrate. So, you know, in defense of the women, it's not something that he can then, okay, I've asked him out, we're together, and close off that compartment. It's on one of those spaghetti threads. So her circling back to it is not something she may necessarily have control over the seed being there, but she absolutely has control over what she does with it. Hmm. Okay. So y'all got that takeaway. So guys, if she asked, quickly reaffirm and say, hey, I was about to do that. I'm glad you did, but I was about to do that. So that way she doesn't go into that spiral of second-guessing herself, okay? 
it. Linda, we got a question here from uh, one of the listeners. Uh, the question is, uh, the question is, I asked my partner, I asked my partner, what's one thing they would change about me, or if there was something they would change about me, and they told me they would, and it really hurt my feelings. How do I recover from it? Well, first of all, you asked the question. <laughs> so if you weren't prepared for the answer, that's not on the other person. So I would ask yourself, why did I ask that question? Were you sensing something was off? Did you yourself feel like you had room to improve? So that's not on the person. Yeah. That you now have hurt feelings for the question you asked. And if, you know, if, if, if the question was something petty and outside of your power to work on, and we are all constantly growing and learning and improving. So that doesn't matter if you're with somebody for a year or 30 years. So we should never be so closed off that we think, we're fine and perfect, and we have no room for growth. But you can't blame somebody for giving you an answer for a question you asked and be hurt by it unless it was mean. You know, there's no reason to be, you know, messing with somebody, for instance, if they said, yeah, I want you to change your nose because I've hated it for a decade. You know, <laughs> I mean, that you can have hurt feelings over. That's out of line. But if he said, I wish you would, you know, let me finish my sentences more often, or that we could spend more time together because you're always busy with your girlfriend, those are very reasonable and healthy for the relationship, and that shouldn't hurt your feelings. You should be grateful for the insight. How, how would you suggest, and I'm just going to just follow up with this, if, if the, for the guys that are out there listening to this, if a woman comes to him, his or his lady, you know, the person he's dating, comes to him and asks this type kind of a question. How does he answer it? Is there a good way to answer it? What's the best way? Being, you know, from a female point of view, how does he answer it and not seem to be critical? <laughs> <laughs> not to seem to be like criticizing or right, you know. right. Well, okay, you have to again prioritize what type of thing is it? You know. If it's a small thing that, you know, annoys you, you have to pick your fight, you know. Uh, she always leaves something, you know, on my side of the bed or blah, 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 you know. You have to pick your fight. Is it really a deal breaker for the relationship? Is it affecting you when you're not with her and it's just stirring in you and it's going to blow up if you don't say something? Well, yeah, if you've maturely tried to weigh the importance of it and you've tried to let it go but you can't then no matter what it's related to you should bring it up but you need to preface it by saying you know what this has been bugging me and I don't even know why and you know it could be something that I'm not dealing with at work that you know making me push my frustration on you I don't know but regardless of what it's about, I want you to help me figure it out. Mm. I'm, I'm feeling like this is annoying, whereas it didn't bother me before, and I'm not sure if, if it's a real issue we need to work on 
but I just had to get it out there rather than saying coming home and saying, you know, you know, you're really on my last nerve and I can't handle what you're doing anymore. This is ridiculous and you know, laying into somebody. Then nothing productive or healthy is coming out of that confrontation. So with these supposed hypothetical questions here, like that type of a question, I mean it just seems like it sets up it's one of those questions to me that reading that just seems like there's really there's it's like no good <laughs> no good outcomes going to come out of anything that's said you know yeah it's going to be there's going to be a degree of tension because with growth comes some pain yeah you know and and when you're willing to stay in it with a level head and you show commitment to resolving it you wind up closer afterwards, quite honestly, because you've now eliminated that barrier hmm. that was causing tension and a divide between you guys. But yeah. it's a process of uncomfortableness to get to that. Yeah. Okay. So would you would you recommend any men asking that question to their significant other? You would have to ask it when you are very clear of what it is so it doesn't turn into some rabbit trail of 20 other things yeah you have to be you have to prepare yourself before by being clear about what it is exactly and why it is bothering you and what could be a way that she could easily improve upon it so don't just shoot at somebody and and then not know why it's bothering you and how she can improve it or vice versa same thing for the women when they're approaching the man with something you know you need to be able to know what's bothering you why it's bothering you and how the other person can make it better so that it doesn't just turn into an emotional unloading of a bunch of other stuff do you think women should ask this question of the guys are dating or significant others are dating I don't know. I, yeah. I, I think I don't if, know. if it's really something you can't let go of, now there's reasons why you can't let go. Yeah, it could be you're just not in a good headspace, and like I said, you've got other issues that are contributing to it, and it's not even about that person. Because we do tend to kind of unload on the people closest to us. So that's each person's responsibility. Know themselves well enough to understand where it's coming from, so they're not just picking the cat kind of mentality when they go home <laughs> and making that miserable for everybody. <laughs> oh, I love that, kicking the cat. Uh, we got another question here. It says, I want to move in with my boyfriend, but he doesn't want me to move in. Any advice? Yeah, en enough said. <laughs> you know, it's like he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to. That's an obvious, clear difference you both have right now. She's in a different place than he is, and she needs to find out why. Is it because the relationship's not progressing, and this is where he's comfortable, and he has no plan to take it any further, especially that big step? Mm -hmm. Or is it because he just feels like um, he's not the one, or he feels like he's the kind of guy that won't ever commit? It's not just her, it's just in general. He's never going to live with somebody or have that next step level of commitment. Do you think that relationship would last? Only if she was willing to continue it under those terms. And if she's not, that's a perfect reason to end it. Hmm. Yeah. 
because otherwise she's just settling and she's selling out because clearly she asked to move in so she does desire a next level commitment he said no but for some reason she needs to find out that reason he doesn't want to take it to that next level so this could be you know where they part ways yeah my red flag is that if a guy's i mean it could be a couple reasons why he's not completely gung-ho about it but my initial gut reaction seeing that question is that you know he's got one or two more in in rotation and uh he's he's keeping his options open and uh you know hate to hate to hate to violate bro code on that you know right uh don't mean to violate And, and and in the guy's defense the best case scenario girls is that he does want that too but he's being honest and he's just not quite there. If that's what it is, you wait it out a little longer. But if he can't give you that firm explanation and that is all that it is and you believe it, then I, I agree with you, Dwayne. It's the other. Yeah, probably. It's probably something else. One more question we're going to wrap. This is an interesting one to end with here, okay? It says, uh, how can I get my partner to reveal their deep, dark sexual desires? Yeah, that, the best way is to make them feel completely 100% secure in the relationship. And even doing that, if they're not secure in themselves, that's going to be hard. It takes somebody who's really self-aware and comfortable in their own skin and comfortable 100% in the relationship to be able to feel that level of comfort to take it where they're not holding anything back. Do you feel like, because I mean, I can say that I've wondered this in the past. I mean, do you feel like if that's not being shared that you, that, you know, one person could look at the other and almost feel like, like they're holding a secret? I, I wouldn't say it's a secret. Honestly, I, that's not where my thoughts go. I think it's one of a couple of things it's either they don't maybe they just don't have any you know Uh maybe they're just kind of vanilla about it Mm -hmm. the second the second thing is that they're not comfortable enough in themselves or with you to share it but the idea of it being a secret the only secret honestly the social worker in me the only thing i can think of is that they've had some sort of trauma around that topic at some point in their life okay so let's be fair here you're telling me that if you were you know in a serious committed relationship right you are cohabitating under the same roof you go to him and you say hey tell me your deepest darkest sexual desire or thoughts or something and he looks at you and says i'm not going to share that with you well, then that would be a, a sign for a deeper conversation. So you wouldn't sure. feel you wouldn't no, feel. I, mean, I, I wouldn't let that rest. At all. <laughs> or I mean, I mean, maybe he's not that blunt. Maybe he just says, uh, "I don't want to talk about it," or you know. Yeah. Well, the, I don't. I don't want to talk about it. Is also just as much of a wall, which brings a reason to be concerned. So you wouldn't feel like he was holding a secret. I would feel, my first thought would be that he's uncomfortable and, 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 and not confident enough 
go there with me yet, but if you've been at this for years, you know, then he might have some performance anxiety, you know, that maybe he won't live up to what you might put on the table. Uh. (laughs) Or he's just not secure enough or comfortable enough with you if it's early. Our worst case scenario, which isn't the end of the world either, though, is, and that's probably the least likely, is that there's some dramatic thing involved with her or him that, you know, makes so, them just not want to go beyond where they're at. All right. So he brought, if you brought that up and asked him that, let's say in September, right? Mm-hmm. And he said, oh, I'm not comfortable talking about it, or I don't want to talk about it, you know. And you say, okay, and you try to let it go. And then you bring it up again and let's say, I don't know, December, four months later. And he still looks at you and says, I don't want to talk about it. You're saying to me that there's not a part of you who feel like he's holding some kind of a a secrecy. You wouldn't feel, not not when you would intellectually think. Yeah, the second time, the second time I would start to feel like it may be about me. Hmm. Okay. I would start to feel like, oh, maybe I don't do it for him. Maybe, you know, there's a problem with us. My thought wouldn't be that he's not open to experimenting with me if we were at the second time of this topic months later. Well, I can tell I you. Would, I, I would then start taking it like, whoa, okay, I kind of put it out there. And I got shut down the first time, so I gave him some space, and then I brought it up a second time, and now he's shutting me down again. So maybe it's more about us than him, per se. Well, I can tell you that if a guy, if a lot of men, if that, if what ladies, you, if you cross that that line and you ask that question, he's, you know, um, it could be traumatic, you know, it could be, but. I think, you know, they're holding that information, from a male point of view, holding that information back for fear of judgment. It's like, you know, if I I tell her this stuff, she's going (laughs) to really look at me different, and I don't want that, you know. Okay. So, I'm not going to say. That comes to the comfort level. I'm not going to say anything. As well, of feeling 100% comfortable with somebody or not in that area. But is, is that really a fair space to be? I mean... You know, what if what if he says something to you that is completely shocking? Well, it depends how freaky it is. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's women, not... you know, I mean, women have theirs too. So, I mean, in the comfort and security of a committed relationship with two consenting people, it, you know, could be anything goes within, you know, a committed monogamous, we're both comfortable with it kind of a thing. Unless we're talking about something truly, you know, way out there, you know. Um, And then the truth of the matter, though, is if that's truly something that is a huge part of him and it's not getting satisfied in the relationship, then it's going to become a factor if he can't let it go. Yeah. It's going to eventually cause problems in that area of the relationship. So the more honest he can be or he can just not need that, anymore um it needs to be dealt with hmm. okay for sure for sure well ladies there you have it men there you have it 
So those are, I don't know if y'all want to take, take on those questions or not take on those questions. I have no idea, but you need to think long and hard before you ask them because if you cross those lines, you know, you can't put it, as they say, you can't put it back in the box. (laughs) We're going to wrap up. Linda, is there any closing thoughts you want to give the listeners uh, before we sign off? I just feel like the best thing people can do out the door is just be honest. You know, you want to be delicate about how honest you are and the timing of it. But if you're just trying to please the other person and you're denying who you really are, that is never going to work on either side. So you just got to keep it real and and be honest and not jerk people around and play games. For sure, for sure. Um, Linda, is there a way you, you want them to get in touch with you? Is there a way that they can follow up? ask any questions about anything they might have yeah sure i'm on linkedin you can message me there and um you might be able to find me on no i'm closed on facebook so yeah uh, i haven't got the facebook page going yet but go ahead and reach out on linkedin i'd love to help Okay, we're going to put her uh, connections and some of her information in the episode notes so you all can, you know, just uh, go to more information, click down, and you'll see all her stuff there. If you like this uh, episode, please let people know. Please give us a rating, share, subscribe. Uh, if, if you think someone could benefit from listening, share it to them. Give it to them. Let us be the bad guys. You know, give it to them and say, hey, listen to this, and let us be the ones to tell them what, what's going on as opposed to you. Okay? Um, if you have a question, we have a link in our episode notes to submit your questions we're answering as many questions as we can our goal is to answer every question this season so we want to thank everybody for listening in thank our international listeners uh, people in Sydney Australia uh, South Africa people in uh, Zimbabwe we got some listeners that are in Poland we got listeners that are in Slovakia Sweden thank all of you for listening so much please give us feedback let us know that you enjoyed the episode we're going to sign off and until next time enjoy the rest of your week and goodbye if you have a question, please send it in. Go to DwayneHill.com forward slash dating podcast questions. DwayneHill.com forward slash dating podcast questions. This has been a Pick a Card Productions venture. Thank you for listening. Edited by Logan Dunbar. Sound supervisor, Logan Dunbar. Additional editing by Gabriel Rattori. For more information, go to DwayneHill.com or PickACardPro.com.